The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shamiza. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. It is at 10 o'clock. Monday 6th of January and you're listening to me Shamiza taking you all the way up to 12 o'clock this morning on this absolutely wonderful day. Um, I'm full of positive vibes and I hope you are as well this morning even though it's um, the day it is the day that we have uh, nationally it's called thank god it's Monday. Yes thank god it's Monday. Great start to the week especially for those of you who are going back to school, maybe, and um, those of you are going back to work, because it has been a wonderful break for many of us, um, getting together with our families and just taking some time off. Now it's kind of getting back into the swing of things, and we are now readily into 2020. So um, it, the, today's day is, thank God, it's Monday. How does that make you feel, people? Um, are you grateful it's Monday? Uh, are you motivated this morning to get back to work or get back on the school run? Now, um, I had one out of five, out of one out of six children returning back to school. Um, I was quite, uh, I found it a little bit difficult this morning trying to get myself motivated to get back on the school run. Goodness me, the school run people. Wow. What the great thing about having children off school is not having to do the school run. You're feeling my vibe, right? <laughs> So uh, how does it feel getting back into into that routine, trying to drop the children off in the morning to school? I mean, the roads are quite clear, so I don't know if all the schools are um, open, but um, my children's school uh, wasn't. It was only one child out of the six that uh, I had to drop off this morning. We nearly got late as well. It's kind of getting back into that routine of waking up early uh, and getting your body clock uh, into gear as well. Folks, if you've joined in the, to the show, it, uh, welcome. Thank you very much for allowing me to keep your company. It is uh, the 6th of January, 2020. Yes, 2020. My first show of 2020. And absolutely delighted to be in your company. Would love to find out where you're listening in from. Are oh, you listening in to me? I hope so. We are beaming out to the wonderful listeners across Luton surrounding areas this morning, as well as Peterborough and Sheffield. Peterborough, it is uh, no other than Salam Radio and Sheffield Link FM. So a massive big hearty salams to everybody tuning in from those wonderful cities. And um, and thank you for joining me on the first Urban Cube of 2020. Now, uh, some of the conversations I'll be having on the show this morning is about how to be the better you. How to be the better view. Now, when uh, many of us or will be making some resolutions, um, New Year's resolutions, and possibly trying to motivate us, motivating ourselves to be the better, better version of ourselves. Um, and I'm going to be speaking to the wonderful Shanaz Ayub, a name that you will be familiar with and also a face and voice. She has been a wonderful guest on the show, a friend of the show, mashallah, for many a year. And uh, she is the, uh, th- a celebrity chef. She is the presenter of the very awesome For the Love of Food. She's also 
very actively involved in um, community engagement. She's a very reputable solicitor, as well as um, the force behind the Women Connecting Women organization, which we're going to find about a little bit more about the launch. She'll be joining me on the show after 11 to talk about being the better you. What could that possibly mean? Now, it is January and many people do struggle with something called the January January blues, start of a new year, start of a new chapter. Some people embrace it, others don't. And we're going to find out how we can kind of maybe motivate ourselves to create some change in our life, inshallah, with the wonderful Shanaz. Um, But she's not the only awesome guest on the show this morning. I'm joined by another fabulous lady who is also a friend of the show. And you may recognize her voice um, and um, not and possibly her name too, because she is a a, a television presenter. She's a producer. She's also a actress featuring in a very exciting comedy series, which is is around Muslim women superheroes. Yeah, you heard that right. Muslim women superheroes. And uh, she's on the show with me this morning. It is no other than the very utterly fabulous Hajra Khan. Assalamu alaikum, Hajra. Shamiza, great to be on your show again. <laughs> Thank you so very much, my darling, for joining me this morning. The first show of 2020. How's that I feel, know. darling? It's It's refreshing. Definitely refreshing. (laughs) Thank you. And it's an absolute pleasure to have your company this morning. Um, And the company is all the way in London. So you're joining me all the way from London over the phone. Now, have you had the pleasure of the school run this morning, Hadra? I have. And I also had the pleasure of getting stuck in traffic and the panic of thinking we've got two minutes to pull up to the school gate. So, yes, I've done what... Um, thousands of other mothers and fathers have done around the country this morning. Yeah. Well done <laughs> to all yeah. the, the mamas and the papas out there. Well done, you guys. Well done. It is, it, it's, it's like survival of the fittest, isn't it? Oh, most definitely. I, you know, I don't think I've got used to it in all the years that I've been dropping my three children to school. It's, it's, it's traumatic every day, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little bit uh, dramatic there, calling it a bit traumatic. But it is, if, if you're a parent, trying to not just ma- manage getting your children up, but also getting them in the car. And I've had experiences where there's one child with a missing shoe or a missing bag, and we've had to go back. Um, uh, but uh, hopefully we are going to be a lot more organised for tomorrow. But Sajra, I want to ask you, any tips for any parents who haven't got their children um, starting school this morning? Because um, Luton was, the roads were a little bit quiet. So I don't think all the schools were open this morning. I think there may have been some teacher training day. Yes, I, I, I do believe that um, outside of London, going further towards Leicester, that um, school is starting tomorrow. So I, I think... Um, Definitely take today and make sure your kids' bags are packed. Um, everybody knows where their shoes and coats are in the morning. And, um, yeah, get rid of devices before bedtime. That's a big, ah. a big no-no. Okay. It really is. In my house, all my kids, unfortunately, 
have uh, computers and various mm-hmm. devices, and uh, and I think that's a huge distraction before bedtime mm. because a good night's sleep is essential to getting up in the morning. Definitely is, and we're finding that um, not just children but adults are really, really reducing their sleep time. We're not getting the full six or seven hours of sleep that has been recommended for good, you know, mental health and and making sure that we're kind of well rested. Um, do you get your full hours of sleep, Hadra? Are you somebody that like, you know, has a strict bedtime routine? I, I'm, I'm not. I have to admit, I am not. I'm, I'm definitely a night owl. And I can say this whole school holidays, um, I guess it's around two weeks, isn't it, that we've had? Mm, Gosh, gone by so quickly. Um, It has gone by quickly, but everyone's um, sleep routine's gone out the window. Mm. And and I find that when the children go to bed a little bit later, then I go to bed that bit later because it's it's my time. Mm. Probably a lot of parents feel like that, or maybe I'm just bit self-destructive <laughs> I like to stay up and and do things you know it's sort of fitting in um, a bit of work or you know you're catching up on things at home uh, even if you know you want to watch your favorite Netflix series mm. and and you find that you know you've gone over an hour or so when you should have actually been lying in bed it, see what's interesting for me is 2020 how can I improve my quality time for myself, self-care. Because I don't feel I did so much so in, say, 2019, but I want to make a more of an effort in doing so in 2020. Any advice and tips, Hadra, you could possibly give me in kind of providing myself a bit more self-care? I mean, that's a very, very good question. I think a lot of us don't. Um, pay attention to ourselves we're so so busy um taking care of everyone else and um, you know especially especially women mm. um you know well and truly into my 40s so um you know a lot of us are looking after elderly parents we've got maybe a few children uh you know you're trying to hold down a job and we do forget about ourselves and i think simple things like starting with your sleep routine and uh, uh, you know people might laugh and it might sound a little bit sort of matronish mm-hmm. but yeah try, trying to get yourself into bed before midnight even if you're not sleeping is you know you lie lie there you know meditate um take your mind away from things and again emphasis on put the phone down turn it upside down so you can't see it flashing um, things like um, taking short walks. Um, I think we. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm reliant on my car, and depending on where you live, can you sort of take that 10-minute walk to go to the corner shop and back? You know, those kind of things get your blood flowing in your body, gets you a little bit more motivated, loosened up, releases certain chemicals. You know, not all of us are athletes or want to get on a treadmill or go for a five-mile run. Yeah, but simple things like, you know, taking a walk instead of making a car journey mm. can sort of boost your immune system and, 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 and your spirit too. And even, you know, little things like, um, I suppose, 
making the time to um, take that shower, that longer shower, maybe before bedtime or um, not not forgetting to do things like that for yourself, you know, look in the mirror before you go out the door. Those are self-care tips I think that people forget about. It's, it's the little things. Mm. It is the little things that make the, yeah. the biggest difference in our lives. And we forget that, that simplicity can be key um, and just taking stock and reminding ourselves that not everything needs to be fast paced because we are living in a society um, which is so so fast paced the way we use um, social media the way we um, shop the way we need to kind of fit everything in but the life if we can just take stock of the the benefit of leading a simpler life and minimalism seems to be something in 2019 I was hearing this term quite a lot um in there was a very popular netflix series talked about the art of minimalism and that basically is reducing clutter in our life if we declutter our lives um that could really create more space for our mental well-being um so would you also suggest sort of decluttering our ha- homes and our households and the things that we don't really need Oh, most definitely. I mean, you'd laugh if you came into my house, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I definitely advocate go go into the cupboards this January. Think about when was the last time you used something, mm-hmm. whether it's something you wore or um, it's a kitchen item, whatever it may be, wherever you stuck it under the stairs or in the attic. Get it out. Has it been used in, you know, within a year? If you haven't used it, get rid of it. Give it to somebody who might need it. And I think, you know, it's those simple acts um, of uh, clearing your, you know, even your bedroom space. Mm. You know, you make you make your bed, um, take up anything that's on the floor, uh, clear corners from a room. And it does, you know, you know, people talk about um, feng shui, you know, that balance mm. of energies. And I think, I think it rings true. Um, you, you get a, a, a sense of well-being when you walk into a space and the floor is clear. You know, you haven't got boxes or bags with kids' things shoved in and, you know, games piled high in a corner or something like that. And little little things like that can make a, a huge difference to your sort of sense of calmness mm. definitely um and um yeah having said that i i have um quite a few bags of digitality yeah <laughs> i do now you're not for those folks who've just tuned in i uh i'm having the absolute pleasure of talking to no other than the very fantastic hadra khan she describes herself as a bit of a polymath um she's an actress in a very exciting new comedy series which revolves around muslim female superheroes wow um also she is a writer a television presenter on um islam channel and she's also somebody who's in the field of fashion as well as a fashion consultant too on today's show hajra is joining me to talk about how we can embrace being the better 
you, the better version of you. It is 2020. This is the Urban Cube of 2020, the first show. So it just makes sense to actually be joined by guests on the show this morning to help me embrace being the better me, as well as kind of encouraging you guys to be the better version of you. We would love you to get in touch with me this morning on the show to share with me any tips that you could help encourage other listeners as um, on the show this morning to kind of make your life a little bit more relaxed um, and sort of balanced and the what I mean by that is what or what changes can you create in for your own mental well-being um, I would love to find out from you on 07779 this morning, I'm joined by Hadra Khan over the phone all the way from London. And she's been giving us some really interesting tips that you can catch up if you've missed any of the conversation on the repeat of the show this evening. Now, we are also Facebook Live. There's nobody in the studio as of yet, um, but you can leave comments and thoughts on the comment section on Facebook Live this morning. Um, and the time is 17 minutes past t- 10, and I'm joined by Hadra Khan. Assalamu alaikum again, Hadra. I'm sorry, I'm kind of um, a bit tongue-twisted this morning, or maybe I'm excited. Excited! Yeah. <laughs> My first show of 2020. Yeah, I think so, and 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 it's it's always a joy to talk to you. So yeah, and we have an audience this morning. We do. <laughs> Bright and early, listening in. Yeah. Would love to find out where they're listening in from, and be that Peterborough, Peterborough, Sheffield, Luton, surrounding areas, or and across yeah. the pond. Because phone in, phone in, phone in, phone in, guys. <laughs> if you've got any questions now, Hadra, Mashallah, you've had um, a wonderful. Uh, journey since I have uh, spoken to you last, mashallah you've been on some involved in some phenomenal projects um, from television from podcasting to writing and creating um, wh- what's life been since we spoke last? You mentioned the um, superhero comedy and there's been quite a bit in uh, the news about uh, comedies and mm. Muslims lately, whether that's comedy sets or pantomimes. But what uh, myself and a, a group of women did earlier this year, we filmed, um, it's, it's a bit sort of tongue-in-cheek, but it has got a serious message behind it. Um, we've got a smattering of, what's an essay, maybe, maybe, maybe five of five superheroes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've all have different strengths. And um, each episode is going out on YouTube and they're very short, few minutes each, a few minutes long. And we maybe send out a message about addressing homelessness. Mm-hmm. We, might, um, we might address um, keeping yourself safe as a woman. Uh, we might also address um, cyber security. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't know if anybody has tuned into Huda Vids, and if you haven't, get clicking um, H-O-D-A-D-I-D-Z on YouTube and give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Please support what we're doing because we'd love to do another series. <laughs> My kids seem to love it. Children always love silly things, don't they? 
but um, I definitely I think the messages are, are there um, and they're relevant to all of us, um, especially when, when it comes to thinking about um, personal safety, whether mm. it's out on the street or, or whether we're online. So, yeah, and it was great fun to do. It definitely was. Um, I got to dress up. I played um, a policewoman and a criminal most of the time. What a contrast. <laughs> where, where do you fit in? Which side are you? Oh, goodness me. Well, you can be anyone when you're wearing a balaclava, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so apart from that, I, I was also... Um, uh, production assistant so I, I was in front of and behind the camera which which was a, a great experience um, definitely uh, you pick up a lot of new skills and as well as making a lot of new friends so Hydra tell me the series the, the Muslim superhero comedy series why did you want to get involved um, I thought I thought it was great that a team of women were coming together to to write and produce something, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, we we need women in the arts. Uh, we need women promoting comedy, uh, and and all the um, different issues that go with being human. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we we were um, contrasting age. We you know anything from late teens to uh, mid forties. So there was quite a, a varied group of us and I, I just think it sends out such a positive message that it doesn't matter what stage you are in your in, in life um, you know uh, what your goals and aspirations are you can always achieve something and you can contribute that's I think that's so important you can you can have an effect on people's mm. lives in a positive way mm. um, we, we never uh, I don't think we fully acknowledge um, how, how we affect people and uh, and I think you know those are the main reasons for me getting involved what's interesting you mentioned that they were participants in this comedy series from a different different age groups so it was quite intergenerational how yeah. did that ex- how was that experience for you and for the younger actresses coming together I think um, once we were all together, um, age just became a number. Um, I'm, I'm always an advocate for um, it's the person. It's never it's never what age they are. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know everybody brings something to the table. Uh, you know, somebody younger than you might fill you in on the latest music trends. Um, uh, apart apart from that, it's always good for um, a walking urban dictionary, mm. for example. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I use my kids for that sometimes. Um, otherwise, I have to go and look things up in Google. But uh, and and obviously, if you're older, you you um, you can sort of look at things from another angle. You might um, if somebody's panicking and. You're looking at you're looking at it from the outside. You're thinking, well, you know, you just slow down a little. Things won't seem so bad. Mm. You know, that's. Uh, it, I think when when you're older, you're not afraid to make mistakes. 
And is this something that you were able to reflect with the younger actresses um, and, and, and share those experiences with them? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, although, admittedly, most of them couldn't um, fathom how old I was and, until we started crying and asking each other those questions. Um, so I'm, I must have seemed um, just as crazy as the rest of them, regardless of age. But, <laughs> but that- I think... Um, sorry. I think that's the the exciting part of um, this work that you do. The fact that you're somebody in your 40s, but you have the same energy level and um, as somebody, say, in their 20s. And I suppose for the younger girls, it must have felt like, you know what, we can be like Hajra um, when we get to that age as well. So age is just a number. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I hope I, hope I um, sent that message to the girls I was working with. And and anyone who now goes on, clicks on and, and has a look and has a little giggle, maybe, that, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what stage you are at in your life or how late you think you've come back to your career. We, we all have work. Mm, we, mm. we all have something that we can give. Um, you know, our, our experiences enrich us and make us who we are. Now, Hadja, I'm going to stop you there, my dear, because we're going to take these experiences off to um, across the break. And inshallah, you're going to be joining me after the break for more conversations. So, guys, we're heading into a break. After the break, still joining me is the absolutely wonderful Hadra. We're going to be catching with up with her about her key moments in 2019 and how we can make ourselves a better version of us for 2020. So join me straight after the break where I'm joined by no other than the very fantastic Hadra Khan talk, having some conversations with me on the urban cube so join me straight after this the number one radio station for luton this is inspire fm catch a creative vibe on the urban cube with sister shamiza Good morning, good morning, good morning, and assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining me this morning on the Urban Cube show. The time is 10.30, it is 6th of January 2020, and this is the first show I'm doing for 2020, so it's an absolute pleasure to be in your company this morning. Thank you so very much for tuning in from wherever you're listening in from. Would love to find out, is that Luton surrounding areas? Is that Peterborough Sheffield, or Sheffield, or is that somewhere else? So, around the country do tell me would love to know where you're catching us now if you want to listen to the show and also participate then you can contact us on 07779481822 we are in uh, facebook live however we don't have the cameras on in the studio but you can get the um you can leave comments in the comment section and the cameras will come on when we're uh, joined by our guests live in the studio very, very shortly. Um, and that is no other than the absolutely wonderful celebrity chef, Shanaz Ayub. Now, Shanaz is the uh, presenter of the very awesome cooking show, the notable cooking show called The Love 
love of food. She's also the author of a cookbook, a cooking book called uh, Perfectly Easy Indian Cooking. She's a very reputable solicitor, as well as a the member of the very awesome Women Connecting Women uh, organization, which we're going to be finding a little bit more about very shortly, because they're going to be having a launch, an exciting launch that we would love the ladies of Luton to participate in. Now, today's show is a real celebration about being the better you. And the way we're doing that is connecting with these wonderful guests and yourselves as well. Share with me this morning your tips for making improvements in your life. How can you kind of declutter your life to make life a little bit more easier for yourself? What things are you making or creating changes in? Um, Would love to find out from you. Now, it is a Monday morning and today is national. Thank God it's Monday. Uh, I don't know if you can relate to that. Some of you will be like, oh, my goodness, I really don't feel like getting up this morning um, because the school run is back. Yes, people, the school run is back for many people across the country, but not all, not all. Um, some people are still not having to take their children back. I bet you're thinking, yay. Um, I had one out of uh, six children to take um, to to their educational institute because that's what I, that's what they call it um, and uh, even that was a struggle gosh we missed we missed the alarm clock and it was really you know if you could just oh, if there was a camera in my house it was and it was hilarious how we got out this morning I wonder if you can relate uh, Contact me, tell me, share your story. I'm all ears. It's 07779481822. Now, on the show this morning, um, I've had the absolute pleasure of speaking to um, the very wonderful Hajra Khan this morning, all the way from London. She's done the school run. She's joining me on the show and she's talking to me about some of the fabulous projects that she's been involved in. And um, she is a. a, a a producer, she's a fashion consultant, she's a journalist, and she's the actress in the new Muslim superhero comedy series. Serious? Series. Series. That's the word series. Not it's not serious. It's not serious. <laughs> We're not all about being serious. It's all about the laughs, right? This morning. Hajra, thank you so very much for staying on the line and joining me on the other half of the show this morning. How are you, my dear? I'm good. I'm good. It's wonderful to be with you and uh, Yes, serious, we definitely are not. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about. We should not take life too seriously, um, should we? But how how do we balance that out, uh, Hajra? Um, In light of the way the world is heading um, politically, it can can be quite exhausting and mentally consuming. So how how do you balance your mental you know, your thoughts in light of the world around you? How do you remain positive? Um, I mean, you're quite right. Uh, we, we're sort of uh, ending 2019. Obviously, it's, it's had its uh, challenges. The whole year has been smattered with, with various things. And uh, and then we, we start it. We start 2020 uh, with more challenges. Mm. I think I think, you know, Obviously, every time you turn on the TV, um, the news is only going to depict what is going wrong with mm-hmm. the world. Um, I think 
if if things like that are bringing people down in their day, um, the, the the logical thing to do is limit how much time you do spend mm. reading bad news mm. or listening to bad news. It's not a case of burying your head in the sand. Yes, we all need to be informed of what's going on in the world, uh, socially and politically. Um, but have a cut-off point. Mm. Go and do something else, or listen to something else. Mm. You know, tune tune into Urban Cube, some music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it, it is. Um, I, I I am a real believer that you know what we we do condition ourselves. Um, you know, if you're around positive people, you feel positive. Mm. If you're filling your thoughts with positive messages, you are going to feel more uplifted. And so equally, if we're, con- if we're focusing on the negative all the time, it's going to bring us down. Mm. So, you know, keeping, keep things in balance. Personally, I, I would, um, you know, shift focus, change your activity, Definitely. Some keep doing, yeah. Don't don't be like twenty four seven on on the on the news, whatever channel that may be. Um, yeah, if it's upsetting you. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. It's going back to that thing about decluttering. We can also declutter what intake what our intake is in what we observe um, and, and what we see and um, and a lot of people nowadays are actually getting their news feed off Facebook more than actually watching television so what would you say regarding our input um, on social media how can we balance that uh, yeah I mean everyone's phone has one of those little monitors, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That that will tell you how much time you spent on uh, various forms of social media throughout the day or week. And you know, sometimes we can be a bit horrified. Think, well, I'm not sure I didn't spend that many minutes or that many mm-hmm. hours on such and such app. Um, I think you know. Again, it, it's about self-discipline, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might you might take up your phone to have a quick look at Twitter, catch up on on uh, you know what might have gone on earlier in the day. Again, it's it's limiting yourself. It definitely is limiting. So you know, I'm going to give myself ten minutes or fifteen minutes to scour X amount of news sites or whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, see what's going on, and 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 stop. Stop. Mm. Um, you know, there's so many other things that we can look at. But there are so many other positive stories. Um, you know, you, you look at all the achievements that um, we've uh, accomplished this this year. Um, you know, as a human race and as a Muslim community globally. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you have a, people excelling in sport. Uh, aviation. Uh, we've got people um, who are outspoken in climate change, and and it's it's making people wake up and take notice. These are the positive things that are happening in the world that I think can help counteract that low mm. of constant bad news. Um, the, the very fact that somebody else 
is saying, look, we can do something. It doesn't matter how small. If we just stand up and speak, um, it, it makes it, it, it can bring about change. Alhamdulillah. Were there any key moments for you, Hajra, across 2019 that stood out for you? Oh, there's so many. It's hard hard to choose. Um, but uh, just in terms of, you know, you have uh, lots of uh, Muslim women in, in sports mm. this last year. Who, I mean, obviously, they've been in sports for quite a while, but they, they seem to have hit the headlines in, in 2019. You've got... Uh, People like um, Ramala Ali, she's a, a UK Somali boxer and model. Um, she became a global athlete for Nike um, and she became the new face of Pantene last year. Wow. You know, what a contrast. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's, she wears a hijab and this is like a hair advert? What's going on? <laughs> this, this one is not a hijabi, but okay. then you do have ones who are hijabis, like Haja Abdul Fazal. Ah. She's the captain of the national women's team in Afghanistan. Wow. Um, this, and this is a footballer. And, and you've got, um, I'm trying to remember the other young lady's um, name, who's coming up in the Premier League as a, uh, a refugee. I'm sorry, not a refugee, a, a referee. A referee, excuse my slip of the tongue there. Uh, Jawera Abdul Robel. Jawera, yeah, Jawera Robel. I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Again, Somali. She's very, very young. And um, she was making um, headline news as um, as a, a, a referee. And she's, she's female, which is a big thing for mm-hmm. the Premier League. And she wears a hijab, wow. and she's mm-hmm. black. So wow. you know, on, on on all fronts, she's she's breaking down barriers, and and you know, she's she's changing the narrative. Um, it doesn't, you know, it really doesn't matter what you look like, what you believe in. Um, if you're good at the job, you can get somewhere. And this is really inspiring um, for the younger generation as well, the young Muslims to look up to these amazing, phenomenal role models who are making their mark in every avenue, every sector of society. I mean, Khadija Mella became became the first UK jockey to wear the hijab and she won her race. Um, How outstanding is that? So we're seeing that the hijab is not stopping these women to achieve um, and they are achieving above and beyond in the world of politics, in the world of sport, in the world of academia, which has been so inspiring to see um, across 2019. And I hope this continues to create... um, greater greater understanding and acknowledgement that you know what there is uh, more to the muslim woman than um, the world is uh, willing to kind of ex- uh, accept um if that makes yes. sense uh hadra would you agree i i definitely agree um it, uh, it's taken a lot of hard work for um, people to change their perspective mm. on what it means to be a woman wearing a scarf, whether that be a turban, a bandana, or, or or a scarf fully wrapped around your head, or not, you know, it, it takes it takes a, a a huge amount of effort to change people's attitudes. 
But the, the very fact that the fashion world and the sports world has taken on board um, designers, models, um, athletes, and, and pushed them to the forefront mm. um, has, has, has normalised has normalised the hijab to an extent, I think, and has normalised the Muslim woman. Um, you, you know, we're, we are moving away from that um, conventional stereotype of, oh, you know, where we're chained to the kitchen sink mm-hmm. and our only role is to uh, sort of stay at home, look after the house, and we're forced to wear black all day long. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous stereotype. Um but um, nonetheless, all, all these women who are at the forefront of, of these sectors of, of media, sports, and society are, are showing us, well, you know, it's, it's a fallacy and we can do anything we want to at the end of the day. I mean, the, the greatest success story has to be um, American politics. And the fact yeah, that we have got Muslim women... Um, in politics in America, uh, it it can't get uh, groundbreaking than that. Um, so, um, your your thoughts on that? Uh, what a contrast, really. Yeah, um, uh, who would have thought? Um, you'd have to uh, give me all the correct names. We have Rashida. Um, oh goodness me! All the different Congress women. Mm-hmm. We have Asian. We have. Somali, we have um, we have um, Hispanic women who have been who are in Congress who have been in Congress in 2019, um, and you you would never you would never have thought you would have seen a woman of colour, let alone a woman who is openly Muslim mm. speaking for the American people, um, and and it's. It, it, on the one hand, you, you know, you've, you've got to look at that for what it is. That, that's phenomenal that people voted those women in. Ilham Omer, forgive me, that's it, Ilham Omer. She's one of the most outspoken Congresswomen. And um, it's, it's, it gives you hope. That's what it, I mean, that's what it does for me. It gives me hope. Mm, not, mm. Not, not everyone in America, as we might led to believe is is busy voting Trump back in that's what it comes down to so uh, you know the, the, these women are, are pushing for the rights of the ordinary people whether it's to dispel local poverty uh, get more books in schools uh, provide more mental health facilities uh, they're doing it and people are voting them in and, and it's not it's not just Muslims who are voting them in. It's the ordinary American. And that's quite refreshing to hear when you say that, you know, people, um, Rashida Taleb and Ilhan Omar have made history. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, may they continue to do so. Um, we are we still remain optimistic. <sighs> We hold on to hope. Yeah, we hold on to hope because we're we're like that, aren't we, Hajra? We are. Um, we are. And <laughs> and being in the work that we do, in particular the work that you do as uh, not just own, not just as an actress, as a 
as a writer, journalist. Um, you're also uh, a consultant as well. So fashion is your thing. So tell us a little bit more about your fashion journey. Um, fashion makes everyone happy, right? So this is my favorite oh, part of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so how has that been for you so far? And, and what have, what what changes can we ex- well what trends can we expect in 2020? And, oh, goodness me, the world is your oyster. I mean, last year, believe it or not, I got to interview Halima Aden. I mean, she's the first hijabi um, black Muslim model. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that was out of this world. I mean, people were storming all over her, and I, I actually got to interview her. So, I mean, that, that was a highlight for me. And you, and you look at somebody like that, and she's, she was the first um, hijabi swimwear model and I say swimwear uh, I'm talking about modest swimwear uh, for, for 2019 that's that's sort of putting alternative uh, beachwear on the map isn't it so that's burkini uh, the full burkini, body yeah um, covering burkini mm. yes uh, and and I think like for 2020 there's so many companies coming up with a multitude of designs mm-hmm. We uh, don't have to just conform to one style suits all if we want to go down to our local pool. There is something for uh, the glamour, the glamorous diva and just the sports fanatic. And all of them will cover you from head to toe, um, whether it's a, a full cap that covers your hair and neck mm-hmm. or it's um, a bodysuit with, with just a cap. Mm-hmm. There is, there is, um, there's fitted, there's long, there's um, frills, there are stripes, that, and and I think twenty twenty is telling you anything goes. It just depends on what you like when it comes to modest swimwear. Um, in terms of clothing, um, I think people look at me and they get a bit confused, but definitely. The trend of uh, PVA, you know, that sort of fake look leather, mm-hmm. that's in. And obviously, we're in the depths of winter. Um, apart from it looking funky, um, you get long skirts are in, and they're in every fabric you can think of. But my personal favourite is the uh, faux leather look, and it is a, it is a trend. And uh, it goes with anything, whether you want to uh, team it up with a jumper, a pair of boots, or you want to uh, a, a night out and stick a pair of heels on and a nice blouse. It, it's hijab compatible completely because I get away with it. <laughs> How do you get away with it? Is it because of the layering? Because um, is, is layering still in? Lots of like layers. I, 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 think, um, I think it is. Um, I, you know what? When I first started wearing hijab, um, there was a drought in terms of fashion, mm. and um, yeah, you were forever trying to layer up, and you couldn't you couldn't always find the right things. Um, obviously, years and years fast forward, it's it it is a thing. Layering is a thing. I mean, you can go in and, and buy things off the peg that will will cover. You. The bits that you want covered but um, it, you know you look at have a look at um, Instagram or, or YouTube you've got all these people like Nabila B and 
uh, Zaina Pasano and you know they're all doing these sort of uh, multi-wardrobe effect with just you know maybe eight items and they'll get half a dozen outfits out of it mm-hmm. it, it just shows you know sort of showing you how to work a, a capsule wardrobe and and it all seems to be it does seem to be about layering up whether it's um, a pair of uh, cargo pants and a, 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 a long shirt or in winter you might have a, a, a long baggy cardigan over the top and and your scarf wrapped with a in a turban style you know you've, you've got all kinds of things going on um yeah I'm I'm a fan of layering. And and I like the fact that you mentioned the capsule wardrobe, the fact that you can have eight items in your wardrobe and you can rework them and and layer them and create different looks. And that's quite um, a good thing to do, especially when we talk about fast fashion and the fact that we're uh, we're becoming a little bit too... We're over-consuming and this is impacting the environment. So decluttering our wardrobes and just sticking with a a few items is quite environmentally friendly. Um, Hadra? Most definitely. I mean, I've been doing a lot of work this year on um, uh, eco-fashion mm-hmm. and, and promoting how um, how we um, shop, where we where we shop, where the where the company sources its materials mm-hmm. from. Uh, you, you know, people aren't even aware that companies um, outsource in say countries like Malaysia and Indonesia, they have their factories there and are busy dyeing the clothes, the cloth to make the clothes. Where does the dye go? Straight into the river that runs through uh, the town that um, a small community live in, goes on to the next town, pollutes their water supply. Um, you, you know, you're just you're destroying a mm. whole ecosystem. You're destroying mm. a whole livelihood when you're not conscious of uh, where and how things are made, and how we can help if we if if we're not always sure where something was was dyed mm-hmm. or where it was made, it's just just think you know when you go to shop for something, are you absolutely in love with whatever you're buying? I always ask myself that, and um, I'm I'm not one of those people who saves clothes for their Sunday best. Mm-hmm. If you love it, wear it. And ask yourself that question. Um, is it going to go with more than one thing in, with the rest of my wardrobe? Mm. If the answer is yes, buy it. Because you'll get longevity out of it. Um, I, I, I know it sounds crazy. I've got things in my wardrobe that are 20 years old. Equally, I've got things in my wardrobe that I might have bought um, just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it is all about thinking consciously about because just being, the, yeah, just being more conscious mm. about how we buy. Yeah. Now the environment is a a, a key key issue, um, in in especially in light of um, Australia at the moment and the fires out there. May Allah provide uh, rain. It's so tragic. Um, so we, I think we do need to be a little bit more conscientious about the way we consume and the way we, um, how we're impacting the environment. Now, Hajra, we are now heading to the end of uh, the, the, the first part. And I just want to ask you, thank you so very much for joining me on the show this morning. How can people connect with you? We've got about 32 seconds. 
Um, I am all over social media. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm usually Hadra Doodle, H-A-J-R-A-D-O-O-D-L-E. Um, Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. Uh, you'll recognise my picture. Fantastic. And quite easily. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Hadra, for joining me this morning. It's been awesome speaking to you. Likewise. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. Assalamu alaikum. We're heading off to the break. Join me straight after this. Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programmes from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shamiza. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and assalamu alaikum. 11 o'clock, folks, it is 11, and Monday 6th of January 2020, and it's me, Shamiza, taking it all the way up to 12 o'clock on Where Else is the Urban Cube show, the first show of 2020, and it's an absolute delight to be in your company this morning, wherever you're tuning in from, and I hope you are tuning in, do tell me, would love to find out where that is exactly. Now, the show today, we're talking about how to be the better you and the reason why we're talking about this is because many people have uh, it well tend to create a new year's resolution and one of that is to kind of make improvements in their lives now that could be possibly getting fit it could be um, trying out new experiences it could be doing things that make them feel a lot more conscientious about the surroundings around them so on today's show we're getting to find out what our guests are doing to make those improvements in their lives in order to inspire motivate and influence you so um, as always I'm having some fabulous conversations lined up for you and today is no exception I am joined by a wonderful guest who is a friend of the show. She is somebody that uh, inspires me and motivates me in the amazing work that she does. Now, she is a trailblazer in her own right. You may recognize her name, her face and her voice because she is the face of a very exciting TV series which talks about our favorite topic and it's food. It is The program is called For the Love of Food. She's also the author of a tremendous tremendous cookery book that I absolutely love called the perfect perfectly Indian easy cooking and uh, and she will she will correct me because I always get it wrong um she's also the lady behind a fantastic organization which is going to be doing its launch very very shortly it's women connecting women and she is a very reputable solicitor as well is no other than Shanaz Ayub assalamualaikum <laughs> I love that intro that actually took up half of the hours that I have here so I'll just leave now oh bless <laughs> Bless you, bless you. I don't think it's enough. We need more than an hour oh, to kind do. of share share your tremendous journey. But it's an absolute pleasure having you as my guest on Thank the you. first. It's always a pleasure to be here. First show of 2020. Oh, Thank you. Nice. So, you know what? It's always just such a pleasure to be here. I am at your beck and call because you are <laughs> wonderful. You are one of my favourite people. You are oh. so inspirational yourself. You say so much, so many nice things about other people. But actually, at some point, I am going to turn the tables on you. 
Let's turn them around. Let's, let's just switch her <laughs> mic off. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about yourself today. And thank you so very much for joining me for out your busy schedule because you were actually in court this morning. No, and you've come it, got, it got vacated. I okay, was fine. Cool. So that was good. That and, and then my plan B was to tidy up all the mess that had been made by everyone over the Christmas period. But when I got that call, I thought, hmm, <laughs> it's a balancing exercise. It wasn't a hard decision to make, I have to say. It Cleaning not, up or... Oh, <laughs> Gosh, and it is sort of now that the children are getting ready to get back, everybody's getting back oh, into no, the routine of they things. Were back. Well, the oldest one is at university, so she went back last okay. week with all her debts with her, thank oh, God. God. It got vacated, I was okay, fine. Cool. And, <laughs> and <laughs> that's then... me pressing the Inspire FM Facebook page. By the way, guys, we are live. The camera <laughs> is on. Thank you, Shazia Afzal, for your comment. I will read that because I just what pressed it. What did she say? I need, to, I need to put the volume down and get, get and see what Shazia... Shazia, you better have said something nice about I'm sure me. She Otherwise, you know from, there will be ladies, trouble. Morning, beautiful. Um, ladies, <laughs> Shinaza Yub and Shamiza Rashid. Hope you love la- lovely ladies. Oh, well, we are Shazia. Oh, with your dua, Shazia. She is such a lovely, lovely soul. You know I love you so much, Shazia. And we are going to be giving some uh, shout-outs to... Uh, many others who are listening into this morning's show so i hope the uh, women from uh, women connecting women oh they are such a lovely bunch of girls you know i have i have formed a group of the most gorgeous sisters beautiful inside and out i'm so blessed because you know when you at this stage and at this stage of my life when you meet new people you meet them with some apprehension Mm -hmm. because you get to that stage where you have very little time and also very little patience as you get older your patience starts to wear thin Mm -hmm. as my children and husband will tell you um but um this fraternity and sorority that I have become part of is something I'm so blessed to be part of, I have to say. They are such wonderful souls. Shazia is one of them. Oh, there's so many. Khalida, Nassim, Anissa, um, Syra. Shout out to Syra. She's not feeling very She's well. She's not feeling well. No, and we I'm love really her. That's our very oh, own Masi Masala. She, she lights up a room with her humour, with her... V- Effervescence. I mean, she's just and amazing. food. The aroma of food oh, as well. We she can't... doesn't bring enough of it in. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to. She needs to work on that. Um, but all of them are Husna, mm-hmm. Husnara, and of course Azad, who is our token male and one of the founders. He always wants to go into the background, but really he should be at the front. He's wonderful. And on the subject of that, actually, we're going to be launching our. Big launch for the organisation. I don't know. I mean, I know that you've had guests on before, and including myself, that have spoken about WCW. It is such a wonderful organisation. It's called Women Connecting Women. It's about women empowering themselves, Mm. but it's not just about that. It's about us getting together, networking, connecting, and being there for maybe the less fortunate Mm. of ourselves that... uh, of our sisters it's not just um limited to an one ethnic group mm-hmm. it's for everybody so we have seminars that are held very fortunately in crescent hall in luton which is a lovely venue that they give to us free of charge and we're so blessed to have that care of azad which is brilliant 
Um, but we hold seminars and you know the tickets just sell out. We have them on Eventbrite. They sell out within a couple of days because they are so brilliant. And we have people that have small businesses that we want to encourage. So we have their stalls set up around um, the hall as well. Uh, and it encourages them. Uh, and it's just all brilliant. So we've had topics on health, mental uh, health as a physical thing and, and mental health as mm-hmm. well. Um, exercise. Um, oh, gosh, so many other topics, actually, that I can't they don't speak to mind but the main thing is that we're having our main launch on the 29th of February mm-hmm. which we're very very excited about we're having key celebrities as well that are going to be turning up and um, providing entertainment and also um, you know we've got a very very talented main presenter who I shall not name no <laughs> do not name we'll keep that yes. as an exclusive an exclusive but turn, turn up, up guys it's a mixed out. event it's a mixed event um, and if you get a table of um, 10 or 12 um, that it's at a very much reduced rate mm. but it's going to be absolutely brilliant and I'm really looking forward to being part of that and I suppose the purpose of this event is to kind of highlight highlight the tremendous success stories of the women that are in the heart of Luton Town. Now you, the women that you've mentioned uh, as part of Women Connect Women, are all from Luton. We are, and we're all, uh, we use that phrase continuously, like-minded, because we are, but we're from very diverse backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, My background doesn't match any of the others, but what Mm -hmm. brings us all together Mm -hmm. is this common thought um, of giving actually that you know we, none of us have mm. time in our schedule but we make that time mm-hmm. because it's so important to give back to the community um you give and you receive in other ways i really believe that my mm. life alhamdulillah is so blessed and i say that because um you know you get to a certain stage in your life where you have a lot of friends and a lot of these friends of similar age are going through so much emotionally through their marriage, through their children. What keeps us together is not thinking about what's going to be our new year resolution or what what we're going to change at the beginning of the year because that never usually lasts. We all mm. kid ourselves about mm. that. You have to live each day as it comes. And you have to be grateful, Mm. but you have to work at things. You know, nothing actually turns out for itself. You have to work at things. So when my friends, for example, so many of them whose marriages are falling apart, and it's so unfortunate. And, um, and, you know, what comes from that is the fact that, you know, you can't take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. You have to work at your marriage. You have to work at your children. Mm. You have to work at your career. You have to work at keeping yourself healthy and well and mindful of what's Mm. going on around you. And not worry about things that are not in your control. I think that that is something that I've really learned over the last few years. It's not in my control. I am not going to worry about it because it's just going to cause anxiety, which is going to set the tone of the house. Mm. And this is something that as mothers, we've got to be very mindful of. So it is working on yourself. And health is a big part Mm -hmm. of that, Shmiza. You know, I came back from India with my mum. I had an epic trip with her. And I met people after a very long time that I hadn't seen in years. And these people were either my age or younger than me. Mm -hmm. And the same for my mum, either her age or younger. And man, did they look dilapidated. Oh, my gosh. They looked like they were 50 years older than me. They act like they're 50 years older. Wow. Which would make them 100. (laughs) I don't mean that. (laughs) But then I look at my mother, alhamdulillah, this woman who is... 
um, a pillar of strength who has so much energy in her that is um, that, that her mind is just mm. ticking all the time. And I compared myself and her to the people that are there that have all the luxuries around them. And people might think that the grass is greener on the other side when you have all these luxuries. But it's not because what really keeps us going is the mundaneness of life, is the routine, is the fact that we've got to do work in order to achieve something. And that's what keeps us young. I really do believe that. And our hearts effervescent and evergreen. (laughs) Evergreen. Evergreen. And today's show is about being the better you. It is 2020, the first show of, uh, well, the first Urban Cube show of of, uh, the year. And I'm Absolutely delighted to have Shanaz Ayub joining me on uh, the first show to share her thoughts on how to build the better you. And I've been utterly inspired. She's only been here for 11 minutes and I'm already like, you know what, I can carry on listening to this woman forever. Now, um, if you'd like to join in with any of the conversations of the show, please do so. It's 07779481822. We are Facebook Live. You can leave comments on the Facebook Live page for Inspire FM as well. Thank you so very much, Shazia Afsal for your love and your thoughts this morning. would love to read out more messages and give you some shout outs as well. Now on today's show, we are sharing how can we maintain a balance and, and build a better uh, a better life for ourselves um, heading into 2020. Now we are surrounded by a lot of um, n- negativity uh, on a political front, which can actually have an impact on our mental well-being. So how does one kind of counteract that? How does one remain um, positive, especially with it being January? And a lot of people um, statistically ha- are impacted by something called the January blues. Um, <laughs> and this is something that I'm going to kind of speak to Shanaz about. So today, today's show is about kind of cav- creating a good mental well-being and, and how to do that. And would love to find out what things that you put into place in order to make um, your life a little bit more balanced. Now, Hadra Khan, our guest earlier on, um, spoke to us about decluttering, being conscientious about um, what we shop, being conscientious about how we use social media, and also the, um, the, the amount of time that we are watching the news as well can play a really good uh, role in, an, in our mental well-being. So do get in contact with us, share with me your thoughts on 077794. 81822. It is the Urban Q with me, Shamiza, and Shanaz this morning. The time is 11.13 and it's the first Urban Cube show of 2020. I'm feeling quite excited about that. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> Shanaz, um, it's an absolute pleasure having you joining me this morning. Goodness me. Now you are a, uh, a professional, uh, an activist and also a mother and wife. How do you balance everything um, in all these wonderful roles that you, you do and which you do so well? We all do it, Shemiza. I don't know a single woman that doesn't that isn't a circus act. We've just <laughs> we've just all learned to juggle so well, haven't we? And in fact, going back to that trip to India, it was so nice because that was three weeks of my life away from it all. Wow. And you were quite nervous about going leaving your children. With my husband. Yeah. Like seriously. <laughs> because not because he was going to do anything to them, God forbid, but um 
you know what? I think as mums, we just set ourselves these standards. Mm-hmm. And there would be times when I would FaceTime them and they would be, for example, eating pizza in the bed. And <laughs> <laughs> I could I could feel the beads of sweat coming down my face. And and talk about multitasking. When I, when I entered the door, as soon as I got home, after three weeks of being away, of course, my son comes running for me, first Aww. of all, because he's just my little Ludlu. So he comes running for me. And the multitasking was hugging someone, you know, that you haven't seen for three weeks, but at the same time, checking out the floor, (laughs) which was a slightly different shade of brown from how I left it. So, you know, there was that. It it wasn't perfect, but... Boy, did my husband, Shahid, I know you're listening when you should be working from home, but I know you're listening, really. Oh, bless. I love you. You did such a great oh, job. Fantastic. And I am so proud of the man that you are and the, and the father that you are. Because, you know, that is not easy. There are not many fathers that would volunteer to do that. And he even said, I don't know whether he was being generous or whether he was just, um, you know, dropping a hint. But he asked me to stay a bit longer. <laughs> Oh. I think actually the kids the kids liked the fact that things were slightly more easygoing okay. than they are than they're with me. Um, right. And I'm a bit of a matron. I've been told I'm a white noise, um, you know, because I nag too much. And I know I do all those things. And mums, we do that, don't we? Mm. But we have to do that and we must continue to, to do that. keep things regimented, keep things in order. Because some of that actually goes in and you'll know that when they leave home, either when they go off to university or when they leave home mm-hmm. to get married or follow mm-hmm. their own paths in life you know that all that nagging will have paid off because at some point they actually ring you up and they'll say you know that thing that you always used to say to me can you just tell me how to you know and that's wonderful and I see remnants of that already in my first one that's Mm -hmm. gone and you just hope that that's going to be the case with all of them it's never going to be perfect my Mm. life is not perfect I know that I'm doing all these things but I as I said we juggle Shemiza you juggle we all juggle I mean God knows how you juggle you've got 6,000 million children (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you do it but you managed to get them all at school on time carpet and the shade (laughs) (laughs) the laminate is is really quite unusual at the moment that that is actually that's partly me but that's partly because we are scared to death of our cleaner. <laughs> Guys, this lady cleans her house before the cleaner yes. arrives. Like, seriously? Oh my God, we're that? so scared the of whole her. objective, Shanaz, can I just say that? She actually brings beads of sweat down my husband's face. I've never seen him more nervous <laughs> about seeing a woman as he is before she arrives at the house. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it, it is about that. But listen, and this is particularly to the women, I know there are men listening as well, but particularly to the women, think about your yourself a bit more this is really important children and husbands are very adaptable I know I've said we've got to work at that and we do have to work at that but they can they've got their own minds they've got their own hands and legs they can what taught me being that three weeks away is that things are okay yes and you can take a step back sometimes of course when you take a step back take it back not for anyone else other than yourself wow and look after yourself because nobody else is going to. Of course. We've only got one life to live, mm-hmm. and it's really important that you pay attention to the health. You look absolutely fabulous, Shanaz. What are you doing, girl? I'm drinking three litres of water a day. 
Oh. And when you do that, yeah, you are you you find lose everywhere. <laughs> you just she's just going to run off now. No, no. I have a show to do, Shinaz. You're not no, going anywhere. That's another thing I've learned amazing control. But apart from that, it's um, it's about looking after yourself. So especially as you get older, you know, this was the point I was making about particularly the women back home that I saw that they all looked so much older. Why did they look older? Mm. You know, why why aren't people getting fresh air Mm. go for that walk Mm. get some fresh air um also exercise this is something i've really started doing so this year i didn't set it as a as a new year resolution because i knew that that i would fall at the first Mm. post by the third of january i'd be like yeah people are still like doing their resolutions from 2015 they haven't accomplished (laughs) no exactly (laughs) rolling them over and i have always battled with my weight i have always because food is my thing Mm. and and especially when when they say the camera adds 15 pounds well in my case it adds a lot more when i look at myself i always that's being a little bit cruel (laughs) oh i i do look at myself sometimes and think oh do you know what but i think we all do but that inspires me to, to do something about it so um look after yourself so when you Mm. look after yourself and you exercise Mm. your skin starts glowing Mm. um, spend money on good makeup go and get your hair done more often you know do things that are going to make you feel better Mm. about yourself Mm. because then you will be a happier person and there is nothing more inspirational than having a mother who feels good about herself that is the greatest thing that you can do for your child and also for your husband, you know, or whoever's there, you know, whoever's there to appreciate it will appreciate that, I think, change in you that, uh, that and don't get me wrong. I mean, there's some days that I just wake up and think, oh, God, I really, really do not think I can face the day. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. just going to be rubbish if I've got work. Um, but throw yourself into it. Throw yourself into every situation and just deal with it because it's never that bad, you know, it, with anything that you face. So in would life. you say don't overthink don't overthink. I mean, you know, this is another thing in, in the, the field of law that I do as well. It's just so commonsensical. You'll have all these lawyers that will turn up with all their precedents of law and this and that. For me, it is just about keeping it sense, sensible and simple um, and getting a positive result. And that's another thing. It's been health, but it's also been my work. I've always wanted to build up a private practice, which I've done, you know, on my own, Marshall. on my terms, with holidays when I want to take them. And that's another thing. People that want to be entrepreneurial and, mm-hmm. and want to um, go out there and have their own businesses. There is nothing like working for yourself. But there's always that element of risk that's attached, particularly in today's world where, you know, we need so much money to pay for everything. Of course we do. Um, but it is about that. It's about sometimes looking at the risks, um, judging them, assessing mm-hmm. them and seeing whether it's worth taking that leap. And if you feel that it is worth it, there is no age attached to that. Just Go and do it. And, you know, if you sink, get up, brush yourself off and start again with something else. And if you swim, then make sure it's that channel. (laughs) I'm liking the philosophy here. Um, We're also catching up with some of the comments that are being left on the Facebook page. What, tell us to shut up? No. (laughs) No, not not in so many words. Um, So Shazia says, every day is a new day. Wake up with gratitude and appreciate our blessings. We are blessed with so much. Happy New Year, Urban Cube Show. Thank you, Shazia. Shazia runs this. um, She's very very active in the healthy minds sector. Yes, of course. She has brought um, a lot of information into Women Connecting Mm. Women. And in Mm. fact, when we did that seminar on mental health, that was the first time 
I sat there in a hall full of women, probably about 150 women, where women just saw it as a group therapy session and started talking. Mm. And it was incredible what was coming out. Um, And it was really healthy for them as well to be in a group of people where they felt comfortable enough. And not being judged. You know, that that is the most important thing. You Mm. must never judge anyone. Mm. um, And you must never feel judged. Mm. Don't feel as if people are judging you. Don't anticipate that when you walk into a room that people are looking at you and they are judging you. A lot of them are looking at you out of curiosity and nothing else. And intrigue. And it's intrigue, isn't it? Who is this person? And I'd like to know more about them, possibly. And it's up to you to show them your best side. And Shazia also says, self-care is the way forward, is the only way you can juggle and multitask to better others around us. Thank you for that, Shazia. Is it only Shazia that's listening yeah, today? Yeah, we need more people, folks. <laughs> um, we got Halida. Um, Halida, yes, yeah. from Women Connecting Women. She's yeah. uh, sent us a big heart. Oh, Thank you. Thank she you, is a Halida. beautiful, beautiful girl. <laughs> so I'm her. I'm loving the vibes, I'm loving the energy this morning and we'd love you to contribute guys. Oh seven 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 nine four eight one eight two two. WhatsApp us your thoughts about how to make the better you. What would you do or what are you putting into place to kind of um create a more balanced uh way forward and um, inshallah we will read those out and also you can catch up with us on the Facebook live page as well for Inspire FM leave your comments in the comment section and we look forward to reading them out folks it's 11.23 Monday 6th of January the first show of the Urban Cube on this side of 2020 and I have great pleasure in um, being joined by no other than Shanaz Ayub. now Shanaz is a friend of the show I've ever since I've been doing this show we've always had the pleasure of her joining us as a guest and so it's absolutely wonderful to have her as my first uh, first first face of 2020's mm-hmm. Urban Cube show in the studio with me, inspiring us with some great, great snippets of wisdom that I'm definitely going to take on board. And I hope you guys will do as well. Now, uh, Shanaz is in the studio this morning to not only talk about um, uh, looking forward to 2020, but also her key moments of 2019. There's some, been some tremendous news stories um, in 2019 and be wonderful to find out Shanaz what your thoughts are if there's anything in particular that stood out for you she's looking at me thinking you didn't tell me about that bit but hey darling we have a break we'll be heading off to a break so you can kind of google those stories then google Um, but we'd love to find out from you guys as well what were the key moments for you in 2019 and and how can we better ourselves for 2020 um it'd be lovely to find out now um back to the show Shanaz wow Mm. You've had a, a, a tremendous year as well. And we're heading off to break. After the break, we're going to find out more about your cooking show because food is something we love to talk about. Um, and and uh, it'd be nice to kind of find out, for me, how to kind of budget my shopping bill because things are getting a little bit tight financially <laughs> with Brexit. Mm. Mm. So it'd be great to get some tips from you as well. So we're heading off to a break, guys. After the break, um, as promised, Shanaz is in the studio and so am I. So we're going to be finding out a little bit more about how to kind of not just budget budget our our shopping well shopping bill, but also uh, also some key moments of 2019. That, I can't uh, think of any at the moment, <laughs> but she's, you've got about a couple of minutes I've to Google. I've got a couple of minutes to Google them. And we're heading off to a break and after the break, more conversations with myself and the very, very fabulous Shanaz Ayub. So join me straight after this. This is Inspire FM with you 24 hours a day. Inspire. 
catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shamiza. Assalamu alaikum and good morning. I hope you're well wherever you're listening in from, people. It is the Urban Cube show with me, Shamiza, taking you all the way up to 12 o'clock, the final half an hour of the show. It's gone by so quickly. My first show of 2020. Yes, from the Gregorian calendar. I've got to add that in because the Islamic New Year has already started, started way back. Um, but this is the New Year of the Gregorian calendar, 2020, the Urban Cube show, the first show. And I'm not alone. I have the absolute pleasure of being joined by a tremendous, tremendous woman. Tremendous. Tremendous woman. <laughs> who, uh, we are uh, using our adjectives today. Oh, but very well <laughs> and rightly so. She's somebody that has made a huge impact of, of women across Luton and especially in my life as well. And this show with her effervescent personality and um, so much radiance as well is no other than Shanaz Ayub. Who, and um, she is a notable cookbook author. She's also a television presenter and she is the one of the key members of an amazing, amazing organisation called Women Connect Women. And she's also a, a very established, uh, notable uh, legal professional as well. So, mashallah, absolute pleasure having her on the show this morning. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Walaikum assalam. Thank you for having me as always. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you so very much, Shanaz. It's been a, a, a good giggle. And um, very inspiring with the key things that you've talked about earlier on. Now, today's show is about being the better you in 2020. We're seeing a lot of, um, you know, research suggesting that a lot of people, when when they enter a new year or the beginning of January, feel something called the January blues. And that is kind of maybe that's related to the fact that the weather gets a little bit colder and people are quite sensitive to light and dark. So it makes them feel a little bit low in themselves or they're kind of wanting to muster up energy to uh, look forward to the future and people are kind of feeling that they've not done what they wanted to do and um, they need to kind of like focus a little bit more on making, creating those changes. So that sometimes impacts them feeling a little bit See, I think it's simpler than that. (laughs) I think it's that they've spent too much money and that they've got fat. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I need to put a bit of a warning on this show. When Shanaz and I do get together, you know what? We don't hold back, it's, but all um, for the better, all for the better good. So they spent too much money, and they've got a bit well, fat. I mean, I, I, I do blame, I do blame the fact the holiday that, season, and well, we eat a lot. Uh, well, okay, going back to spending too much money. So people put themselves under all mm. this pressure to buy all these Christmas presents when the sales aren't on. Then the moment. Christmas Day is done, the Boxing Day sale starts, so yeah. they feel this pressure again to go and get the, um, the all the sale items. Um, like, there's one particular shop, right? I'm sorry I'm interrupting you there, but I've got to interject here, and I've got to you say that... You saw me in it on Boxing Day, stop it! <laughs> and there's pictures of you stood outside three o'clock in the morning. No, no, I'm joking, no. I'm joking. But there are people that do that. That do that. So obviously it's a lack of sleep as well, uh-huh. and then the retail therapy, and then of course, what do we do when we're feeling down? We eat! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
We comfort eat, and of course, there's plenty of it around. All this chocolate that's been distributed everywhere. We still have chocolate in the house that we've had to hide because we- I have a cupboard full. Oh, it's ridiculous how much chocolate we've eaten, and how much because、uh, although I mean, as Muslims, we we don't celebrate Christmas per se, but it's that time for getting together. It's the festive season. So what do we do? We're meeting up with friends all the time.、Mm-hmm. We're eating all the time. We're going out. We're eating again. We're going out. We're shopping. We're eating again. The whole, <laughs> whole three weeks is taken up with just that. So come January, we're feeling a bit lethargic and a bit sluggish,、um, and we're looking at ourselves and thinking, well, not only is the account so low, it's reaching the bottom. But on top of that, you know, this is how we—we're not fitting into any of the stuff that we've actually bought <laughs> in the sales. In the sales, yeah. So it's a double whammy, isn't it? I think、um, you know, it's it's that time, isn't it? We just, oh, Christmas is just such a lovely time of the year. Not because it's Christmas, but because. Everyone here is just so happy. We're、it's、all full、off. of spirit. Time it's off. Time off. People are coming together, and you know, it's a time when the, everybody has off at the same time. So you、mm, do get together、absolutely. with your family. When I say time. absolutely, when I say it's the most wonderful time of the year, it really is because.、Um, It is. It is lovely. There are lights everywhere you look. The whole country is lit up. Everyone's in that festive mood, and there's nothing wrong in joining in with that. And I think actually I see that happen more and more with our people as well. We're joining in. We're becoming. But it's part quite controversial though, because there are lots of people who are kind of opposed to joining in, and lots of Muslim、um, families,、uh, you know. Not Muslim families, but lots of you know on social media see folk kind of really engaged with all the festivities, and then other people are opposing that. But、um, that's a conversation for another day, I think. Well, I, I had to say actually on that point.、Um, so when I went into my halal meat shop、um, just before Christmas, all I saw were turkeys and <laughs> halal turkeys. The halal turkeys. The business is up. So and, and I was asking、um, the gosh the wala,、um, <laughs> the gosh the wala, pies up.、Um, are these selling? And he said. Said, Absolutely! In fact, we've had to order more on top、wow. because on Christmas Day, people are getting together、mm. and they're celebrating a season. You don't. It's not. It's not even the birth of Christ on Christmas Day. You know, it, 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 that's that is something that was given a date. But、um, uh, you know, what we are celebrating is a is family a season. Families、yes. getting together on a day off. Um, on a day off, on, on a, a statutory day off. day off, when we can just enjoy ourselves and、mm-hmm. just be together and eat and eat. I mean, they have it at Thanksgiving. They have、mm-hmm. it in America. Everybody gets together. There's no religious connotation attached to that at all, and there's no reason why we shouldn't do it as well.、Um, and I think it's good because it promotes integration more than anything else. And I did notice something actually that I saw、um, on a website, a, a Luton News website, where.、Um, On one of the days, it was one of the statutory days, actually, that the Muslim Society had got together, the community, and they were feeding people mm, on, in、mm. St George's Square. Yeah,、wow. Oh, how wonderful is and that? And that was Inspire FM on、um, Inspire FM. They were、I、giving away. That. It was it was、um, bring your neighbour to St George's、oh. Square. They were giving away f- tea, food,、um, free rides. 
I love and, that. Um, I love that. We were talking about that with Brother Tarek, on, and it was wonderful to hear that. So well done, Inspire FM. Well done to the volunteers. Well, well done in giving your time away um, to the community of Luton and get, engaging the wider community as well. So that was at a weekend where they, the fair was on and they were giving away rides. Oh, but I have wonderful. to address something that um, you've said, Shanaz. Um, there will be people listening in that may not possibly agree with um, something that you may have said about about you know um regarding kind of like the christmas side of, and 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 it's not from a religious perspective mm. it is more about people coming together on a day off so this is what we need to kind of clarify on yes. that it's coming together you're not celebrating the religious element and it's that's about, what i've said you're yeah. not celebrating the religious element it's a seasonal thing seasonal you seasonal. are coming together on a day off and you're you're celebrating family family and friendship and feasting. And that's a beautiful family, friendship, friendship and, and feasting. feasting. And that's Absolutely. a beautiful thing, yeah. um, which many, many households um, uh, have been doing. Now, um, you also mentioned about the Muslim community giving. And my goodness, on Christmas Day, a lot of mm. the communities across the country have given. You know, we've seen eateries opening up and giving away free food. We've seen yeah. Muslim, the uh, Muslim community going out on the streets and feeding the homeless. Um, we've seen parties that have been created specifically for the homeless. Um, and it's just been such a beautiful effort. Um, mm. There's been newspaper articles um, being circulated saying how much the Muslim community has given on Christmas Day. Um, how absolutely, utterly wonderful that is to see. And may that continue. And we do that with Eid as well. I mm. mean, you know, now is the time more than ever with what's going on around the world let's show mm. what a beautiful religion we are mm. um, and and really forecast that as as something for people to take in as something positive mm-hmm. because there is too much negativity and that really needs to be it doesn't speak for the volumes mm. we need to show the people that we are in accordance with Islam mm-hmm. because Islam is about peace harmony and um and tolerance tolerance is the thing that we have mm. to that we have to embrace more than anything and that means not judging any other society of course of course um and rightly so and tolerance is something that i kind of want to talk to you a little bit more about shanaz we're heading into 2020 um the world looks quite dark um on uh, politically in in light of uh, the present climate, um, should ask how can one remain optimistic? How can one kind of, you know, as a parent, kind of, you know, it got to the third of January, and my my daughter was saying, "What is the point of me studying for my A levels? You know, what's going to happen?" Yeah. What, I mean, there was a bit of jest attached to that, obviously, um, and you know, a little bit of cynicism. I, I think you know, uh, uh, the millennials, um, the teenagers of our world, are just looking at the people that are making these decisions in our lifetime, including the decisions relating to our planet. And they're wondering... Grown-ups are making. Yeah, and they're wondering, how is this to the better good of Mm. what will be provided to Mm. us in the future? How is anyone... uh, Everyone's looking at an immediate problem, but is anyone actually looking at what's going to happen, what the Mm. impact of this will be for our future? And I'm thinking about climate more than anything else. Um, but also peace and harmony. Yes, mm. I mean, you know, it, we live in very, very scary times. And we want there to be a light switch that we can just switch on and everyone can be peaceful and love each other. 
Um, unfortunately, this isn't the world that we live in, and we've got to come to terms with that. But we're all accountable for everything we say and everything we do. Of course. And, and so anything that you can do to promote peace is something that you should do because that every little thing is going to count. Mm. Um, but yes, I mean, you know, we can talk about politics. <laughs> I'll go on and on and on and on. <gasps> so uh, probably not home. the right forum mm, mm. <laughs> for it. But everybody has a view. Everybody has a view. Um, but, you know, we just have to hope and pray, inshallah, that um, things will work themselves out. But, you know, when you look at the natural disasters, for example, oh, what's going Australia. on in Australia, I it, my heart Yala. absolutely bleeds for the people there, for the wildlife there. Millions of animals have died, perished in that fire. Oh. We are seeing animals that are now near to extinction near to extinction then you then you hear news about you know the winds blowing and spreading the fire even more that you know temperatures reaching as high as over 50 degrees you know people are in extreme danger there and everything should be done wherever they are whatever religion you are where where there's an opportunity to mm. help mm. it doesn't matter you don't need to just help your own kind of course it's about helping humanity and animals you know animals oh. are part Part of a species are so so important and heartbreaking to see those images of the bushfire and the fact that the koalas and kangaroos were actually reaching out to humans for help. Gosh, did you see those images of the? kangaroo hugging yeah, yeah. <laughs> each other and and human beings you just think my goodness there aren't even humans that have the instinct to do that in mm. some people but animals I, I always think animals have better instincts sometimes subhanallah you yeah know, prophet unbelievable peace be, prophet peace be upon him was um was uh you know loved animals loves cats it you know it's part of it, it, caring for animals is so important as muslims as well and I know. um but I think, you know, as people as well, how do we build up this tolerance? And, and I think, you know, if you can possibly do this, one way of building up tolerance is to travel more. Mm. When you travel and you meet different cultures. So you're not just traveling um, to Muslim countries. It's nice to travel to Muslim countries. But when you travel further afield and you meet different kinds of people, you see a very similar love. You know, and you you start embracing that as well. And if you can travel, that is something that you must do. Definitely. It definitely widens your horizon. And as part of our faith, one of the key things is like seek knowledge wherever seek that knowledge, is. Yeah. Seek knowledge, seek knowledge. And seeking knowledge is going further afield. Um, and you learn so much about yourself, but you learn about the world around you um, as well. Folks, it's 11.44, Monday, 6th of January. And um, I am Shamiza taking all the way up to 12, 12 o'clock uh, on the Urban Cube show. Today is the first show of 2020. And I have the absolute pleasure of having the very fantastic Shanaz Ayub as my guest in the studio on the first show of 2020. It's an absolute pleasure to have Shanaz. Oh in the studio this morning with me. I had the fantastic pleasure of having uh, Hajra Khan um, earlier on and Shanaz um, with me to the end of the show. Now, today's show is all about how being the better you um, and getting some tips and advice from Shanaz and how she is looking towards the future and also reflecting on some of um, some, some things from 2019 as well. Um, so I'm rolling uh, the conversation over to Shanaz. Shanaz, is there anything in 2019 that to kind of stood out for you maybe any projects or um i mean one thing that there are two things the first thing was that um 
what I really enjoyed doing was filming my second series of For the Love of Food, Mm -hmm. which was absolutely brilliant. And it's still rolling and we're still filming. And I really, really enjoy doing that because it does take me away from, um, it's it's like almost like a princess job. You know, it takes me away from Mm -hmm. um, the... uh, the very serious side of the law that I do and and you know it can be um it it, it can be quite disturbing when I think about you know the cases that I've got to deal with because they're linked with child protection um and and so this is my way of doing something that I'm passionate about but as you know and you've mentioned already Shamai said the other thing that I'm very passionate about is women connecting women and we've got some lovely people that obviously you've been involved with mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um that have taken part in your project I'm now turning it over to you your project the mother monologue now you talk a lot about inspirational women but can I just say to you this is a mutual admiration interview but I will say to you Shamiza that you are probably the most inspirational person I know because you I feel like switching the mic off because I find this quite (laughs) no you have to listen and this is for the people that are listening this girl doesn't say enough about herself but I will say that this woman is um a mother of six. The camera's not on her. It should be on her. She is incredible. She looks amazing. She um, has uh, oh, evolved. You've evolved into, and I've known you for years, and you've, um, you know, faced a lot of um, hardship, both career-wise and everything else. You know, bringing up six kids is not an easy um, thing to do, but you have, and I've met your kids, and they are the most amazing children because they are a chip off the old block. You, they are like you. They've taken on a lot of your wisdom and manners and, um, you know, way of life, thinking of life. But you have broken all boundaries by doing this project that you're doing. Do you want to talk about that, Shemiza? <laughs> Ma- okay, so it's called Mother Monologues. Yes. You, the reason why I'm mentioning it is because also it's linked to Women Connecting Women yes. because you've involved a few of the women from Women Connecting Women who have taken part and, um, and you've taken it to a new level. <laughs> Do you want to tell me what you're doing I you know you need you need to tell me what you're doing in this okay thank you so very much for that beautiful um those beautiful comments and um if folk that know me I find it very hard to kind of um hear hear (laughs) hear about myself touche um but um it is it, it for me this project um embodies a lot of the strength and the wisdom of the women of our town um, women of all generations, women of all cultures and all backgrounds. So the Mother Monologues is a celebration of the journey of motherhood through times of austerity. Now, austerity is a key, is a word that m- many, more people have become familiar with because of obviously the um, the run up to the uh, elections. Mm. And austerity is is something that many people's people have been impacted by and the hardship of uh, trying to budget uh, your finances and also trying to run a household mm. when benefits have been cut or the increase in bills so forth and so this project was really about those stories of survival stories of um, sisterhood stories of women who are trying to balance their household income and their families and their jobs and and just sharing their story 
um, the other side of the story that not many people are aware of. So it was very real, it was very raw, and it was actually um, a very exciting um, but humbling experience to allow women that who've never had the opportunity to kind of express themselves in such a vulnerable space publicly to tell their story, how it really is, to to share their words that mm-hmm. are true to the core of them. And we, uh, we, and it's been phenomenal. The surge it's- of response that you've had has been phenomenal. And that's partly by the way, that, first of all, the subject, which mm-hmm. has touched so many hearts, mm-hmm. but also the way that you have presented it because it's not easy getting women out of their comfort zone to talk about something that they're passionate about when they're not used to speaking mm. but you introduced this first of all at women connecting women yes, and then thank you, you know, for as that. one of the no but also the fact that the response you've got oh, from that and also when you were at Luton Library as well and you got a phenomenal response from people there who wanted to be part of this so congratulations to you for actually making this comfortable for people to talk about because they felt passionate about it. And you find that in people, that when people find their passion, um, they find their words as well. They found their, they find their mouth, they find their voice. Mm. And that is what you've managed to do with women that would otherwise have not have had the courage to do this. So you've empowered them. Um, but also, as you said, it's a very humbling experience. And it's something that's been recognised by the BBC as well. That can't go unnoticed. That, you know, this, this, this is a project of yours. This is your brainchild or the brainchild behind this. But what you've managed to do is bring it to another level and hopefully it'll go further. So what do we have to look forward to? Okay, so BBC Three Counties did a special. um, It was a mother monologue special where the mothers that participated, like there was um, a a group of mums from the wider number of mothers came on, performed their pieces for the first time Mm. on such a public platform. And then they were interviewed by me. And that was tremendous. Um, And this show, uh, the Mother Monologues special is still available to listen to. So do do kind of go on to the link and do listen in people do support the show support these mothers. Um, And, uh, and this so that happened. and for me, it was the mums coming back to me and saying, gosh, I really enjoyed that. Wow, the response was amazing. It was f- having to hear it from them. Yeah. It wasn't about me. It was like, what did you ladies think? Because you've trusted me to do this. Mm. Was this what you expected? Were you okay with that? Because it's a trust. It's about trust. Um, and I'm responsible for these women as in because they're part of my project. And if they're, and, and so that was quite a big but not my shoulders. But you empower that trust in people, Shamiza. And this Thank is you. the thing. I mean, when people first come into the studio that haven't been on radio before, I've been witness to them absolutely quivering in fear and anxiety. But the moment you start speaking, it doesn't seem like it's a radio show. It seems like it's a conversation around a table. Um, and and you, you make that happen because you make people feel at ease. So that trust is because of the person that you are. But what um, what other projects have you got in, so in the this, making? So the Mother Monologues was a bit of a taster to what to expect at the actual showcase, which is happening March the 6th, on Friday, March the 6th, at the Hat Factory for, in, in, uh, for International Women's Day, where the mums will be actually wow. performing their pieces live on stage. And it's called um, Co- Life Happens, uh, Coffee Helps. And so this is a coffee, <laughs> this is actually set up as like a coffee shop because the women are coming together, sharing their pieces in a coffee shop setting. 
dancing on the stage at the Hat Factory. And we're actually inviting the audience to come and sit with us and have some coffee as well. And you, and so it's going to be quite exciting. So Shanaz, we've got your seat ready for you to come and sit down. Um, so it's really co- serving the coffee. So you're serving the coffee. <laughs> with so some pakore. <laughs> of course. Oh, gosh. Well, you've got to get the special Shanaz pakore there. So it's, it's a verbatim piece. Um, it's quite um, experimental. Can but people still join in if they yes, want to be a part um, of this? We would like people to join in as our guests on the day. So you need to go into the Hat Factory, get, um, get your tickets. Um, the tickets will be on sale very, very shortly. And come down, come come and support us. Come and support these mothers. Because what we're also inviting people to do is because it is about austerity, it is about kind of addressing the issues of poverty here. We're inviting, I'm going to be inviting people to kind of come and bring some food so we can donate to the food bank, bring some clo- uniforms, use mm. uniforms, so we can donate to the um, uniform swap shop. Brilliant. So it's kind of touching all those areas that are so universal to how we kind of, how mothers lead their day-to-day lives. So mm. it's also kind of supporting those charities that are doing so tremendously well across the town to ease the burden as well. So the Hat Factory guys did go onto the website there to kind of grab a ticket, um, inshallah. There's also going to be the revealing of a mural. Oh, this yes. is really quite exciting. I'm super, 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 super duper excited about this. Just a little bit excited then. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. It is the revealing of an art um, mural which has been created by one of the mothers called Amy Ricks, who is the, the uh, founder of the uh, Little Red Creative Studios. She's created this piece with me a step by step. It's going to be revealed outside on the power plant outside St. Mary's Church. Is that going to be a permanent Permanent mural? fixture. Um, mm. There with the with the mothers and their pieces involved, it's super super exciting. Um, yeah, so if you like, uh, if you've seen Amy's work, you've got that's you check really out. This is next impressive. week. That's next really week. impressive. So you know, theatre, radio, art. These mums are totally owning it. And what is your plan then for the rest of the year? Very quickly, give, 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 give. It's about giving. It's about kindness. It's about radiating that, giving but spaces to people. But it's also about, are you going to be expanding your career? Theatre wise. Yeah, yeah, so more, watch this space. Watch definitely. this space. Art for social action. That's where I'm at. And I've really enjoyed interviewing <laughs> you today, Shemiza. It's this been a real pleasure off. having you on my show. This is a one-off. <laughs> this never happens with me. If you know what I'm like, I'm very quite shy and quite reserved about talking myself because I just think, oh, I don't want to. But thank you, Shanaz. Oh, you know what? Me. I, I needed you to say something about yourself because you are absolutely Oh, wonderful and too humble sometimes <gasps> oh dear Nothing it's, it's not that. my show it's everybody else darling thank you so very much for joining You're me the repeat is 8pm guys do check it out do check us on Facebook and keep supporting the Urban Cube the was and love with you always assalamu alaikum thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org you'll find all our daily updates on our social media at inspirefmluton